Hello, City Church. This is City Church Together for Tuesday, March 29th. All right, today we're going to be in the last chapter of the Exodus, which is like the Batman, except less rain. All right, so Exodus chapter 40, and uh, where shall we read? Let's, uh, let's start this up in verse 12. So Exodus chapter 40, verse 12. Here we go. Then bring Aaron and his sons to the entrance of the tent of meeting and wash them with water. Clothe Aaron with the holy garments, Batman. Anoint him and consecrate him so that he can serve me as a priest. Have his sons come forward and clothe them in tunics. Anoint them just as you anointed their father so that they may also serve me as priests. Their anointing will serve to inaugurate a permanent priesthood for them throughout their generations. Moses did everything just as the Lord had commanded him. The tabernacle was set up in the first month, the second year, or the first day of the month. Moses set up the tabernacle. He laid its bases, positioned its supports, inserted its crossbars, set up its pillars. Then he spread the tent over the tabernacle and put the covering of the tent on top of it, just as the Lord commanded Moses. Moses took the testimony and placed it in the ark and attached the poles to the ark. He set the mercy seat on top of the ark. He brought the ark into the tabernacle, put, the, put up the curtain for the screen, and screened off the ark for the testimony just as the Lord had commanded him. Moses placed the table in the tent of meeting on the north side of the tabernacle outside of the curtain. He arranged the bread on it before the Lord just as the Lord had commanded him. He put the lampstand in the tent of meeting opposite the table on the south side of the tabernacle and set up the lampstand before the Lord just as the Lord had commanded him. Moses installed the gold altar in the tent of meeting in the front of the curtain and burned fragrant incense on it just as the Lord had commanded him. He put up the screen at the entrance to the tabernacle. He placed the altar of burnt offering at the entrance to the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, and offered the burnt offering and the grain offering on it just as the Lord had commanded him. He set the basin between the tent of meeting and the altar and put water in it for washing. Moses, Aaron, and his sons washed their hands and feet from it. They washed and approached the altar just as the Lord commanded Moses. Next, Moses set up the surrounding courtyard for the tabernacle, and the, an altar and, and the altar hung a screen for the gate of the courtyard. So Moses finished the work. The cloud covered the tent of meeting, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Moses was unable to enter the tent of meeting because the cloud rested on it, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. The Israelites set out whenever the cloud was taken up from the tabernacle throughout all the stages of their journey. If the cloud was not taken up, they did not set out until it was taken up. For the cloud of the Lord was over the tabernacle by day, and there was a fire inside the cloud by night, visible to the entire house of Israel throughout all the stages of their journey. And that is the word of the Lord from Exodus chapter 40. All right, so now... To explain this a little bit, what I want to draw your attention to today, what I want to highlight from these verses, is two characters that we see in here, and one of them is Aaron, or Aaron, and the other is Moses. So Aaron and Moses. All right, if you remember um, from chapter 32 in Exodus, so you would have read this about eight days ago, Chapter 32 in Exodus is the chapter about the Israelites when Moses disappears to be uh, to receive the law from God on top of Mount Sinai. Uh, they get antsy down at the base of the mountain, 
And so they want a God they can see instead of a, uh, instead of a God who thunders and lightnings and shakes and trembles things and says, you can't come closer, you'll die. They want a tame God that they can be near and party with. So they create a golden calf. And who is leading the charge in the creation of the golden calf? Well, it is none other than Aaron, who famously, when questioned about the golden calf, said, all these people basically threw their earrings at me. I threw them in the fire and out popped this golden calf. What else are we supposed to do other than get naked, have an orgy, and worship the thing? That's basically what Aaron says. Okay, so uh, you should hear from that. Aaron, bad. Make big mistake. All right. Now, Moses is the other guy. Now, what's Moses doing? Moses is the guy who is climbing the mountain to hear from God. In other words, while all the people, this is still from, this is still from Exodus 32, while all the people are down in the valley going nuts with each other, they rose up to play. Um, they play up the roses. I don't know what that means. I just like to switch those things. Um, because well, they can both be verbs and nouns. All right, back on track. Um, remember, Moses Moses was doing the holy thing. While the other people were doing the bad thing down at the base of the mountain, Moses was up literally with God, getting as the finger of God uh, was inscribing these, uh, these uh, stone, stone tablets. Um, so Moses is doing the holy thing, while Aaron is leading the charge in the unholy thing. Right? And it was bad news. And then Moses becomes an instrument of God's justice, um, kills a bunch of people um, as punishment, as the judgment of God comes down on them. That's 32. Okay, You get to 40, and let's see what we see here now. So comparing 32 to 40. In 40, Aaron is clothed with what kind of garments class in verse 13? Holy garments. He is anointed, set apart, and consecrated. Now, what did Aaron do between chapter 32 and chapter 40? The answer is, in short, nothing. Aaron goes from being an object of God's wrath to a set-apart holy agent meant to lead Israel to know God. And not only that, his sons benefit. That's where you get the ironic priesthood, not the ironic priesthood led by Alanis Morissette, but this is the ironic priesthood. And so these are Moses's kids. So Moses, uh, excuse me, these are Aaron's kids. So Aaron gets this benefit of holiness as a representative priest of God that even passes on and he shares with his sons instead of a curse. All right, that's Aaron. Now let's look at Moses. Moses in this chapter what did you hear if you if you like learned the hebrew uh skill of uh repetition or the hebrew interpretive skill of hearing repetition what did you hear repeated in this chapter over and over uh zibble zabble zab blibble blabble blue and moses just as the moses did just as the lord commanded flippity flappity pillars jibbity jabbity foundation and moses did just as jibbity jabbity's curtain flippity flappity rods you know that like that's that's the thing, and it's always, that's the repetition, and it's always coming at the end of this, this phrase, and Moses did as the Lord commanded. Okay, now you remember back in chapter 32, you remember what Moses did at the end of 32 when, when God is like, that's it, I'm at like, I got to make these people pay for what they've done. 
um, this is this is an offense. They're worshiping another god in my name. He says, um, Aaron, excuse me, Moses goes to God and says, hey, can I be a go-between? Can I be the one? Can I let me atone for their sin? In other words, don't don't wipe them off the face of the earth. Let me step in. Let me atone for their sin. All right. Now what? Okay. So remember that from 32. Now we come back to the future here in chapter 40. Moses is perfectly obeying, according to the text, Moses is perfectly obeying the commands of the Lord to set up the presence of the Lord. And we even get in verse 33, Moses finished the work. Moses finished the work. Okay. Now, then what happens in verse 34? Moses is unable to enter the tent of meeting where the glory of the Lord is. Now, now forget not, ladies and gentlemen, Moses has been in the presence of the Lord before. Moses had to wear a veil because his face was shining because he was in the presence of the Lord. Moses, the scripture says, spoke to God face to face as a friend. God revealed his glory to Moses. But now Moses is being shut out of the tabernacle that he worked so hard on that he finished his work completely. He finished his work completely and he's shut out. All right. Now, what do we get from this? We get an echo of Jesus Christ. Okay. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. That also is an echo of Jesus Christ. All right. But here we find ourselves, Jesus is prefigured here by Moses, who completely obeyed all of the commands of God, of his father. That's what Jesus was always saying. Like you're reading in John right now. Jesus is always, I'm about my father's work. I'm doing my father's thing. Whatever the father tells me to do, I do. It's like perfect. And Jesus obeyed his father's commands perfectly. And yet Jesus is on the cross, shut out so that others can come in. Jesus is the dwelling, is the tabernacle of God. He is God dwelling with man. And yet Jesus is shut out so that his brothers, hello, Aaron is Moses' brother so that his brothers can be declared holy priest of God, which is what exactly, like you take First Peter or Second Peter or any of the Peters. Um, that's exactly what the New Testament says the church is, the holy priesthood of God, holy, set apart, anointed, consecrated. And so here, right here in Exodus 40, we have someone who perfectly obeys the commands of the Lord. In this chapter I'm talking about, perfectly obeys the commands of the Lord so that the glory of the Lord can dwell among people who is then shut out of that glory so that a priesthood can be made, a holy priesthood can be made of his very sinful brothers. What a beautiful thing. That's us. That's us. Clothed in the garments of the priesthood. Man, I am thankful for Jesus today. What's the application? That's it. Be thankful for Jesus today because this is what Christ has done for us. So let us, let's pray and respond to God with that gratitude, thanking him, thanking Jesus Christ for being the one who took the wrath of God, who was crucified on our behalf, who atoned for our sin, who stood in our place and resurrected and said, let's go, guys, follow me into the glory of God. Of course, you know, the difference is that Moses set up barriers to experience the glory of God. He put up the screen. He put up the wall. Jesus tore the dividing wall down, and Jesus ripped the, uh, ripped the veil. When Jesus, said, is it, it, when Jesus said, it is finished, the veil ripped in two. When Moses says it is finished, that's when the veil was being finished, put up in the tabernacle. When Jesus said it was finished, 
it torn in pieces. So you have their um, bookends. Um, I could go on and on, but I've already, we're already to the prayer part. We can't go back now, so no more explaining. All right, let's pray together and respond to God after a moment of silence. Lord knows we all need it. Thank you, Father, for your wonderful plan to bring the kingdom to us. Thank you, Father, for your inclusion, bringing, like, oh, opening up the door to people who worshiped other gods, opening up the door to people who were blame shifters like us, opening up the door to people who made excuses for our sin like us. You did that. You were shut out. You finished the work, and you were shut out, Jesus, so we could be brought in. Thank you. That's what we say to you today. Thank you. And now, Father, that your Holy Spirit that you've given us as a counselor and as a comfort reminding us that we are children of yours. Send us out. Send us out to be the priesthood that we are representing you to the world. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. City Church, in that, go and multiply the gospel.